Hey, 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 you are in the right place. Welcome to the Ridley Speaks podcast. Thank you to my returning listeners. I appreciate you coming back and supporting me. And if this is your first time or you are a new listener, thanks for giving me a chance to speak and communicate with you on this podcast. Hey, the Really Speak podcast is available on Podbean, Google Chrome, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify. You can also find me on YouTube, the Really Speak podcast on YouTube. Check me out on Instagram. The handle there is at Ridley Speaks. There's additional content on my IG account. Today, I'm going to talk about encouraging others. I want to start a conversation about mental health and using encouragement as a vice to assist others that are dealing with mental issues. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Ridley Speaks. I am your host, of course, Carlos Ridley. Talk about encouragement, right? And we are living in the aftermath of a pandemic, social issues, elections, and all the emotions that are tied into that. But specifically, the COVID-19 pandemic has really put people in a certain mental space, predominantly because, you know, we've all been in this overlapping quarantined, you know, stuck in a box, so to speak. And for anyone, if you think about prisoners uh, in jail and they're in their cell, no windows or maybe a small window, but they can't leave, right? That's kind of the feeling that we are dealing with as it relates to this pandemic. And then when you compound that with all the things that happened last year that just aid in the mental awareness of people, it's really not surprising that so many of us are dealing with mental health issues. And it's really brought to light that we probably don't spend enough time on mental health. We probably don't spend enough time on identifying people around us, family, friends, the ones we love that are suffering from mental health issues. And just to compound that, heck, we are the ones on the outside looking in saying, no, there's probably some mental health issues are there. Heck, we probably have them and don't even know it. We're just kind of going along our days, business as usual, but there's something there and we probably feel it to a certain extent. So this is the first time I've really brought this topic to life. This won't be the only time I discuss this on future podcasts, but because I want to, and I really want to dig deep because there are some real issues there that lead down a dark path that people do not come back from. Okay. They either continue to go down a path where their mental health just deteriorates and then they are stuck in a darkness that they can't get out of. Or even more sadly, there's um, the suicidal uh, thoughts and then sometimes those are acted on and then we lose people that are very dear and important to us and important to this world. So this is not really to make light of anything. This is really to start a conversation that builds uh, and then I think if we're open and honest about it, 
we can begin to have dialogue that speaks and opens up the awareness for mental health with a lot of people, specifically around us in our everyday lives at work, at home, uh, and abroad. So when we talk about, well, how do we kind of combat that? I think the initial thing we can do as human beings is encourage each other. If you know people or you feel that someone you know, someone you love, family, friends, whatever, coworkers are dealing with things like the encouragement is really a good place to start. It's free. It's easy. Uh, it's something that people take for granted, but encouragement goes a long way. You know, I think the dictionary or things like that would define encouraging or encouragement as, you know, giving people support, you know, giving them hope, confidence. Um, Just think what a thank you does. Right. Hey, I thank you for being here. You know, you're great. Those type of things are important to the psyche. They're important for other people to hear because it just allows them to open up or possibly even open up to what they're dealing with. When we talk about mental health, like the core roots of mental health, right? It's, it, 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 it includes a lot of things, right? It includes our, our well-being, our emotional stance, our psychological stance, um, our social well-being, you know? It affects how we think, how we feel, how we act towards people, how we cope with life and in general, Life is tough anyway, but when you throw anxiety and stress to the mind, what does that do? It really puts you in a place that is hard to get out of. You know, how do you handle stress? That has a lot to do with our mental health. How do you make choices? You know, how do you make those choices? What Are, are you in the right frame of mind when you make them? How do you deal with others? So when we talk about our mental health, specifically now that even though there are things that have opened up over the course of a year, there are still people out there that have not set foot socially outside in almost a year. There are literally people that are afraid to go outside in fear of what they could catch or get And they haven't stepped foot outside. Imagine what that is doing to their mental state of mind of being in four walls 24-7 all the time. And maybe they don't have a support system. Maybe they don't have people calling them and encouraging them, you know, checking up on them, making sure they're okay, uh, if they could do anything for them. There are people like that. And There are probably a lot. We probably know some of them. And so when you think about, you know, a lot of us are working from home, right? We're using technology to work from home. And a lot of us enjoy it, right? A lot of us enjoy not having to drive, get up in the morning, get ready, drive to an office that could be, you know, anywhere from five minutes to an hour away, right? There are some benefits to working from home when your job isn't necessarily customer facing. So you have benefits, but with those benefits still comes um, that sense of entrapment in your home, right? I think today I, you know, 
I I'm, I'm able to, to, to get out and move around for, for work. But a majority of the time is spent at home on the computers, doing the zooms, doing the teams, doing the go-to meetings, um, a gazillion emails. And it's just nice to get outside and mentally open up and see the sky, right? And sometimes in the wintertime, it's not always something that you can do because it's gray and it's rainy and it's cold. And so depending on the weather, you might not get the sun, right? Which can add to your depression or your anxiety and ultimately your mental health. But just getting outside from a a day-to-day is important. And you can do that and still be socially conscious about distancing yourselves uh, from a from a pandemic standpoint, right? But the focus really is on those that aren't doing that or can't do it, or even they can do it, but it's just so much of what happened last year has just put a weight on them that it's hard for them to take off. Now, I think responsibility-wise, you know, those people, if you know them, if they're in your family or they're your significant other, we want to get them help, right? You want to get them to someone, professionals that can help them, that can help deal with what they're going through on a more, um, I'm going to say medical basis, but experts that deal with that particular thing. But you don't have to be an expert or a doctor or a psychologist to call someone and encourage them. You don't have to be an expert to send someone a text and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. How are you doing? You don't have to be an expert to send a letter or to FaceTime someone to say, Hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? Or, Hey, I know you've been struggling a little bit and I just wanted to tell you, Hey, I love you. Hey, I care about you. Is there anything you need me to do? Do you need me to do some shopping for you? I'm willing to do that. Do you need me to do some dry cleaning? I'm willing to do that. Do you need me for anything? Do you want to have a weekly conversation? Do you want to have a weekly or bi-weekly Zoom call where you can see my face, I can see your face, and we can just talk, catch up? Talk about our issues together. And for a lot of us, that doesn't come easy regardless on a regular basis prior to the pandemics or anything else, right? A lot of us do not feel comfortable without reaching out to people. A lot of us don't feel comfortable with starting or engaging in a conversation. Some of us are introverts, right? And it's feels like we're going out of our norm to do some of these things, even though we care for the people around us that might be struggling. I know just being in a home with my wife and the dog, I know the dog is tired of us. I know my dog is struggling from a mental standpoint. I can just tell, right? And that's with, you know, us walking the dog three or four times a day. But at the same time, it's 
like what kind of stress and anxiety are her owners putting on her because they have some of those same things. Think about this. If you're in the house and you could have your kids with you, your spouses, you're all in the same house. And because of what's going on in the past year, you're all kind of there, right? And you're all kind of getting tired of each other, (laughs) right? And, you know, things are heightened. You know, the toilet seat that isn't put down is now ramped up to the 10th degree. Or the trash is not taken out, it's ramped up to the 10th degree. Or the rooms that are not clean is ramped up to the 10th degree. Or the pressure to do more at work because people have been laid off and now you have more work for the same pay or maybe your pay has been cut. There's all these things that relate to a declining mental health. And we need others. We need to hear the encouragement from others to help break up that minutia of things that work against our mental health. For me, I like calling people. I like texting. Sometimes I text people and I never hear anything back. But it doesn't stop me from continuing because they might be in a space where they don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it. But just me sending a text in, hey, how's it going? Hey, haven't heard from you. I hope everything's fine. Hey, if you get a chance, let's 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 hook up. Let's connect sometime. For people just knowing that that's an opportunity, that that encouragement is an opportunity, weighs huge. And it doesn't cost anything. I go back to you don't have to be an expert to give encouragement. I think about our young people. And and I probably think about this a lot where their lives have just been just thrown off the track. You have our young people who have uh, missed like a traditional graduation. They can't walk. They're doing these online graduations, shaking someone's hand in an empty gym or empty office. And it's all on. Zoom or whatever, um, they're not allowed to or can't kind of really interact with their friends like they would normally do in school, right, or abroad. They have to rely more on the internet. Um, And it's just not, it's not the way it was meant to be. So when I, when I, when I, when I'm talking about the kind of the mental health thing, we also have to look at our, our young people, our, our kids, our, our nephews, our nieces, and how much this isolation is impacting them. Because on the other end, we don't know what the long-term effects are to really being locked up for such a long time and different components of life being shut out because we're still in pandemic mode and, you know, we don't really have a handle on the spread of quote unquote COVID. Therefore things are still at a low percentage. Things are not as opened up as we would want them to be. 
But think of how this affects our our young people, our you know, our future. Our young people are our future. Are we encouraging them? How is their behavior in all this? And are we blaming them for more than we should just based on where they're at emotionally? Are we really paying attention to them emotionally? You know, we talk about, you know, our adolescents and our teenagers. And a lot of the times, this is where a lot of things start to form for them. And being in this situation that we're in in our country is like, are we really doing what we need to do in order to help them in a mental standpoint so that they are not hindered moving forward? If we see our kids and they're to do certain things, certain chores, and for whatever reason, they're not getting them done, or maybe they're not getting them done the way you want them to, are we just jumping on them, bashing them, telling them how wrong they are? Are we really encouraging them during these times? I think back to when I was young, way back in the day, and some of the stuff that I did some of the stupid stuff I did that had nothing to do with any pandemic. Just, I was just a dumb kid. Think back, think back to when you were a kid, you know, how many dumb things did you do? So when I think about our youth, some of these things that they could do or will do may seem dumb, but there's probably something that's pushing them towards it. So I really think we need to look at, encourage our young people. We need to encourage our senior citizens, our older generation, because one, we know the pandemic has hit them the hardest. Um, And mentally, for the ones that it has not affected, what does that do to them? How is that impacting their short-term health? And so when I, when I really think about it, it's really, do we know how to be nice? Do we know how to be nice to others? The short answer is probably no. If we really take a wide scope, we're not nice to each other, except during Christmas. But if we're nice to each other, then we would encourage each other. We wouldn't, quote unquote, hate on each other. We're all in the same boat when it comes to mental health. Regardless of what you think about the pandemic, if you think it's a hoax, you think it's Armageddon, you're a mask wearer, not a mask wearer. You hate people that don't wear masks. You think people that wear masks all the time are a bunch of nerds. If you strip all that down and just take all that away, we're all in the same boat. our mental health is still impacted the same way with the same different things that are going on. Encouragement can help break some of those barriers down, can help break up an individual's declining mental health due to pandemic, 
due to social, due to political. And it's interesting how everything kind of happened in the same time period. Is that a coincidence? Do you believe in coincidences? How do we deal with the pandemic? How do we deal with social issues? How do we deal with politics? Is encouragement. Being nice, listening, stepping out of a comfort zone, sending a text message, making a phone call, sending an email, doing a Zoom, doing a GoToMeeting, doing a Teams. My kids are on, they text all the time. That's all they do is text. They're friends, right? Some of you might know this as well. I don't get any text messages from them. <laughs> I'm not cool enough. But what I do is I always text them. And usually it's the same type of things. Hey, I'm proud of you. Hey, I love you. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. I would die for you if I had to. But mostly it's, I'm proud of you and I love you. And I send them texts every week, the same thing. Sometimes they'll thumbs up. Sometimes they don't say nothing. Most of the time they don't say anything, but they know at the end of the day. Oh, here's another text from dad. What did he say? Oh, he loves me. Yeah, <laughs> you're damn right. Yeah, I do. Now, I personally could do better um, with certain people in terms of, you know, just checking in on them. You know, my mom is working on a certification to help people with um, suicide. Right? She's becoming a suicide counselor. Um, she checks on me all the time, almost every day. Hey, what are you doing? And in the past, I used to take that for granted. As, oh, she's calling again. Oh, she's texting. She knows what I'm doing. But she's just calling to encourage. See how her son is doing. And now I'm like, if I don't get it, I'm like, oh, what happened? What's wrong? Because I need it. I need it. And it's coming from someone that I love and from their heart it's, it's coming from love I text people all the time that haven't reached out to me in years for whatever reason but I'll send a note just to say hi how you doing and I actually don't look for anything in return this is something that I give freely and honestly, because I, you never know that one text that you send could mean a lot to someone dealing with a lot of issues. I go to the gym a lot. That kind of helps me break up kind of the day. But even now, it's starting to become just as status quo as I probably need to do something else to just to kind of get me out of the context of the four walls. 
And what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking and maybe you're dealing with some of these issues or maybe you're not. Maybe you don't know that there's something there. But I'm really, really high on us as human beings reaching out to others and encouraging them, specifically in this time that we're in now. There's not enough encouragement. You can't give enough encouragement. Spread it out. Find people that either you haven't spoken to in a long, long time. Just find out how they're doing. Reach out to them. Email. Text. I almost said facts. That would have been a Floridian slip. <laughs> facts them. Oh, hey, how you doing? Message in a bottle. At work. If you're physically going to work or if you're not, you know, how is your fellow co-worker doing? If you know they're going through stuff, don't just sit back on the sidelines. Just, hey, hey, ask them how they're doing. Hey, is there anything I can do for you? That stuff goes a long way and we don't do enough of it as human beings. So I challenge you. I challenge everyone. If you're listening, find people to encourage. Doesn't matter if you know them or not. But if you see people that are struggling, if you know of people that are struggling, reach out, encourage, listen, provide. Step out of your comfort zone if that's something that's preventing you from doing that. Empower yourself and others to be great. Empower yourself to encourage others. And let's see what happens. Again, I'm going to get deeper into kind of the mental health in future episodes. Uh, I plan on having guests that can speak to mental health issues and take a deep dive in it. Let's help each other. Let's, let's, let's love each other. Let's encourage each other. Let's get off of the negative path of everything that's bad or everything that can go wrong because people are actually struggling with real issues. And if we are the human beings that like to keep up the negative aspects of humanity, then it only compounds people that are dealing with mental issues, mental health issues. So that means that we are part of the solution, but we can also be part of the problem. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast really speaks this episode on encouragement specifically in the mental health arena I want to thank you listeners that came back to listen uh, you new listeners hey I appreciate it really do hope you enjoyed the time here check out the previous episodes uh, if you want there's a lot of good stuff there We are moving right along. We have some great episodes coming up in the future. You don't want to miss it. There are going to be a lot of guests on the show moving forward. We're going to open it up a little bit, have a little fun, talk to people who are sharing their voices, um, putting themselves out there and doing great things to the world. 
So on that note, thank you for listening. Make sure you check back soon. And like a thief in the night, I'm out. Thank you.